Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Record-setting virus. The numbers are moving in the wrong direction for us. Reopening Disney World. I think it's like pouring gasoline on a fire. Fast-moving tropical storm. The biggest impact is going to be heavy, heavy rain. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. For the sixth time in 10 days, another high for coronavirus cases in this country. Over 60,000 California, Texas, and Florida have just recorded their highest daily death tolls. Houston Mayor Sylvester Turner. The COVID-19 virus in the city, uh, quite frankly, in the state, is out of control. And what we do today and over the next few weeks is critical to getting this virus back in a manageable, manageable state. More states are rethinking reopening plans. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey. There's a new executive order that will limit indoor dining to less than 50 percent Occupancy. Here's CBS's Maria Villarreal. More than 2,000 Arizonans have died, including 65-year-old Marco Kiza. His daughter Kristen wrote a letter to the governor saying his decision to lift the stay-at-home order in May gave her father a false sense of security. Why was it important for you to call the governor out? Folks in times of crisis turn to our leaders to send clear messages about what to do. I believe that my father was robbed of life and that his death was preventable. Nevada's governor has ordered new bar and restaurant restrictions. In Massachusetts, casinos are reopening, but officials are placing their bets on safety. We're allowing three customers, not six, to play at table games like this. This is blackjack. From Orlando, CBS's David Begno says Disney World's coming back to life. Hey, here we are. For Lindsay Holmes, Thursday's return to Walt Disney World was pure magic. She says the crowds were thin and the park employees were strictly enforcing new rules on social distancing and wearing a mask. I felt very safe being there. It was a fantastic experience. Not everyone is comfortable with the new Disney experience. Concerns about Florida's accelerating outbreak prompted the Actors' Equity Association, a union that represents roughly 750 Disney World cast members, to ask Disney to provide coronavirus tests for its members. 
You can't really wear personal protective equipment when you're an actor. The union says after they made that request, Disney rescinded their call to bring the members back. Advocates for workers have filed a federal civil rights complaint against the meat processing companies Tyson and JBS, accusing them of engaging in racial discrimination during the pandemic. Familiar language from President Trump reacting to the Supreme Court decision giving New York City prosecutors the green light to get his business and tax records in a criminal investigation. This is a political witch hunt, the likes of which nobody's ever seen before. President Trump's former lawyer is now back in a federal prison, as we hear from CBS's Stephen Portnoy. In a statement, the Bureau of Prisons says Michael Cohen refused the conditions of his home confinement. Cohen was recently spotted at a Manhattan restaurant. But his attorney says prison officials also demanded that Cohen refrain from contacting news organizations or posting on social media. Cohen was jailed last year for violating campaign finance laws and lying to Congress. Due to COVID outbreaks in the federal prisons, Cohen was granted a furlough in late May. Newly released audio and video tells some of the story after police in Louisville, Kentucky, shot and killed Breonna Taylor in her home back in March. The death of the black EMT sparked protests and the firing of an officer. CBS's Jerika Duncan. Police claim they had a no-knock warrant for Taylor's home because of a drug investigation. But the lead officer, Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly, told investigators in a newly released audio interview that on the night of the deadly shooting, officers did knock on Taylor's door. Our intent was to give her plenty of time to come to the door because they said she was probably there alone. But she wasn't. Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, a licensed gun owner, fired one shot, striking Mattingly in the leg. But in Walker's interview, he claims officers did not announce themselves, and he thought they were intruders. Back in June in Southern California, the hanging death of a black man was alleged to be a lynching by some who knew 24-year-old Robert Fuller. Now, after an investigation, his death has been ruled a suicide. Police say they uncovered a history of mental illness and suicidal behavior. Tropical Storm Fay, which formed just yesterday, is moving fast and closing in on land with top sustained winds of 50 miles an hour. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson says it'll be a northeast rainmaker that could cause flash flooding. From about the Delaware beaches up into coastal New England, think of this as sort of a weak to middling nor'easter, what you would get in the winter. The only difference that we have with this is because it's warmer and because uh, it's got some tropical characteristics, it is possible in the northeast section of the storm to get some water spouts and maybe some quick spin-up tornadoes. Authorities in Southern California say Glee actress Naya Rivera is believed to have drowned in a lake where she was boating with her four-year-old son. He gave enough information to investigators to conclude that um, uh, his mother never made it out of the water. Sheriff Sergeant Kevin Donahue says the search for Rivera's body will continue today. For the first time, a woman has graduated from the Army's elite special forces and will join the previously all-male Green Berets. Military analyst Jeff McCausland. This is a landmark moment as the Green Berets were one of the last assignments in the Army without women. Currently, roughly 70,000 of the 470,000 active duty soldiers in the Army today are women. The woman's identity hasn't been released. She is a member of the National Guard. Two other women are currently in the Special Forces course. Well, pandemic reality is starting to set in for the people who run college football. The Ivy League has already canceled its college football season. Now the Big Ten Conference says it's only playing within its conference. Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith. If we can get in six games uh, for our kids, I'm going to be jacked. 
if we can get in eight games, I'll be highly enthusiastic. Smith says that would be a best-case scenario. I've lost my optimism. I'm, I'm concerned about whether or not we actually are going to play. Peter King, CBS News. A Rhode Island man who boasted he was the world's greatest counterfeiter has died. Reports say that Louis the Coin Colavecchio died this week in hospice care just weeks after his release from his latest prison sentence. The North Providence native was infamously banned at nearly every casino in America for counterfeiting gambling tokens. He was released from federal prison in North Carolina in late May after being sentenced to 15 months for producing counterfeit $100 bills last year. Colavecchio is 78. Bill Rakoff, CBS News. The apparent suicide death of the mayor has stunned a lot of people in Seoul, South Korea. Park Won-soon left a will saying he was sorry to all people. Park was at the center of an investigation and had been accused of sexual harassment by one of his former secretaries. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Friday the 10th of July. The broadcast produced by Matt Cherry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show, coming out every Thursday. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts.